I V M. Hey guys, welcome to IVM Likes. This is Surbhi, and today in the studio we have Abash. Hi, <laughs> Alika. Hello, and Janam. No, that's that's the point. Retro cool. 90s games. Wow. Okay. 90s and before. 90s, 90s was really before. long back, guys, by the way. Don't do this, Chanam. We know we're getting old. <laughs> so, you know what just happened? So, uh, it was 9-11 yesterday and I just told Surbhi that I saw a post that said it's been 17 years yeah. since 9-11. You're joking. <laughs> 17? Yeah. This was my exact reaction. I was like, why? It was my reaction when I saw the post and I was, I was like, wait, I need to cross-check this. Has it really been 17 years? Because I don't remember receiving this news yeah. of 9-11 17 years ago. But yeah. It's basic math, 2001, 2018. Listen, okay. alright. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. It feels okay. like, it still feels like 2012, am I right, guys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the world ended in two, uh, 2012. We're just repeating the world, uh, yeah, the year we're again. We're stuck in a loop. That's yeah. true. It's a uh, groundhog year. Did you just say stuck in a lube? Loop. Oh, <laughs> loop, okay. Man. This is not no sex in the city, Abbas. Which, by the way, you should Sorry. listen to. Abbas yeah. really opens up and goes. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about everything else. Let's get Let's back get on into topic. what the recommendation, which is the round one of IBM Legs. Alright, who wants to start? Uh, Just like a video game. It is ah, like a video game. Yes, I see. Round one. <laughs> Alright, Alika, go for it Oh man, okay I'm gonna do a real quick recommendation There's this really cool uh, animated movie on Netflix Called Big Fish and Begonia Which I watched recently It's uh, actually a Chinese animated epic fantasy film It's not Japanese This is what I learned recently And I'm mangling these names I am so sorry <laughs> But I don't know how to pronounce these So I'm just going to do China this our show, so You know, totally in can. case They do I apologize in advance. Please correct me. But I'm going to uh, try these names. It's been written, produced and directed by Liang Zhuan and Zhang Chun, I think. But it's like the first animated feature film from this new studio called BNT Studio. And uh, they were collaborating with another studio called Studio Mir. With, and they've definitely like taken a lot of great inspiration from the Studio Ghibli sort of films. Mm. So there's a lot of this really cool whimsical fantasy things. I'll, I'll go into a little bit of what the film is without trying to give away too much. So it's basically set in this world which is kind of like between our world and heaven. Okay. So it's like a mid-world thing and the people who inhabit the world aren't humans or anything. They're like these demigods. I'd call them demigods. They're like, they're named the others, but hmm. they're just, they look human. Oh, wow. They're just like demigods. They have the power to control the bits of nature and stuff. And basically, as they mature, they learn to control the elements of um, nature in the human world. So... There's this girl called Chun and uh, basically once uh, she hits, um, I guess, the age when they take their 
right of learning how to handle the human world they kind of go into the human world as different sea creatures and she becomes like this red dolphin uh, goes into the human world and basically they have to stay there 7 days to learn how it works and uh, you know uh, they can experience the wonders of it so during these 7 days a fisherman helps her Mm-hmm. Uh, escape from a fishing net okay and uh, that that would have killed her just before she had to go back to her world mm-hmm. and in the process the fisherman kind of loses his life mm-hmm. oh. oh so then she takes the soul of the fisherman and brings it back to her world and then there is there's a pr- long process of how she's planning to get him back to his world and to his sister oh, who misses and it's really cool it's super fantastical so there's like all these really great visual yeah. imagery like of these <clears throat> red dolphins swimming in the sky and whales and it's really pretty uh the story is a little convoluted it's a little hard to understand but in my opinion just kind of sit back and enjoy the visuals mm-hmm. the story is fun as well how long is this i think it's about like an hour and a half okay sounds sounds okay yeah good. it's really fun to watch and it's on netflix and i was really excited to see something which was like not a uh, an american film nor like a japanese film which yeah. are mostly the traditional yeah. Yeah. uh animated things you see so it was really good it was a very interesting film it was a cool epic fantasy thing so go watch it that's why what's it called again it's called big fish and begonia Thank you, Alika. Moving on, Janam. What do you have to recommend this week? So I'm recommending a song. It's called "Let Yourself Be Huge" by Cloud Kicker. Hey, that's what I'm letting doing <laughs> by eating so much food. Yeah. yeah, you should let yourself be huge. Also, uh, the the album is called "Let Yourself Be Huge," but there's also a song by the same name called mm. "Let Yourself Be Huge," and uh, it's by Cloud Kicker. He's an artist based in the US. He's mm. he actually. plays heavy progressive metal oh, wow. but this album is not heavy at all wow. it's actually very very soothing very uplifting very ambient and uh, this song in particular is again it's mostly instrumental like the rest of the album and it's got a lot of soothing guitar melodies which throughout the song it's kind of like this mix of feeling euphoric as well as your jerky it's oh, it's like man. a mix it's like a catharsis of sorts mm-hmm. so just yeah just check this song out it's it's on my playlist called all time favorites so oh. it is one of my all time oh, favorites oh do you songs. have a playlist can you link can you i have you... multiple playlists actually i have all time favorites i have like a but this is what playlist. apple music yeah it's oh. on apple maybe music maybe we could maybe you can give out this link if you are if this if the public playlist Sure, because that sounds fun. Cool. Yeah. I shall share. Yeah. All right, we will leave <coughs> the link in the description. Let yourself be huge. Also, something my girlfriend told me. No. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, What sort of uh, genre is this music fall into then? Um, he is an artist. Usually falls under metal or progressive metal, but this is more. I would say it's, it's more alternative, genre. more oh. chill. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. Very. Uh, That sounds fun. Thank you. What is that? What is the artist called? Yeah. Cloud Kicker. Cloud, cloud Kicker. Kicker. Oh, yes. Clouds and gets huge. Okay. <clears throat> you know what? Abbas, uh, we need to draw a line. <laughs> what did I say? I just. Um, you know exactly what you said. <laughs> okay. Are you not going to ask me for my yeah, recommendation? Yeah, I am going to ask you. <laughs> We're okay. kind of worried. All right. Abbas, please no, no, leave I'm, out I'm, all uh, joke opportunities. Okay. Please no, try. Yes, I am recommending a very nice uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. It's an Amazon Prime original. It's Ooh. called Harmony, and it's hosted by A R Rahman, guys. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. it's I'm a very, TV show about a, music hosted <laughs> by A R Rahman. Yes, 
I am very surprised that they haven't promoted this much more. So as much as Comicstan, you mean? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, clearly this gets more laughs. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's a it's a wonderful show. So essentially, the the concept of the show is uh, it's five episodes long, and every episode, A R Rahman goes. uh to a particular part of india and uh, each episode is so it's kind of like the duerists i mean I, you guys are aware of the duerists where they mashed up two artists together send them for a weekend Holiday, some some nice away. nice uh, scenic place and then by the end of the we uh, end of two three days they have a song right mm. so it's kind of like that but what happens is uh where it differs from the duerists is arman travels uh to a place meets a musician mm. and this particular musician is a master of an instrument or a kind of music that is slowly going out of getting extinct from india right oh. so for example like in the first uh, episode he travels to kerala and he meets a musician who is expert in this instrument called mizavu m i z h a v u this is essentially a percussive instrument which not many people in india play anymore Whoa. in the second episode he goes meets a veena player again veena is not an instrument that's very uh, you know widely played in india mm-hmm. and then he they trace the uh, lineage of the musician their family and the instrument and wow. how it came to be right this is very researched it's very research is very beautifully shot mm-hmm. also so like uh, when he goes to kerala uh, it's very beautifully shot they have these amazing aerial shots and then even when they performing mm. uh it's it's very well uh, wait so is airman hosting it he's hosting it yeah wow so he introduces the thing he goes to the place he meets them and the funny thing not the funny but the kind of the charming thing is airman is not the most talkative yeah. kind of yeah. person right so there are these little awkward silences between when he's talking to them he, you can clearly see he's trying yeah. to break the ice or trying to find something mm. you know but the thing is when they actually start jamming when he starts playing music yeah. when he's talking about music you see this whole new side mm. of Aravan coming because we've never seen him work yeah. in a, in a studio making yeah. music mm-hmm. so when he actually does that with musicians you kind of get why he is who he is right so and the thing is the kind of songs that they come up with by the end of the episode so the the last around 6 7 minutes are the performance of the song that they have jammed on which they compose right mm-hmm. so there's the blockbuster chartbuster version of AR Rahman like who did the hamma hammas and all these and there's that slightly experimental progressive side of AR Rahman who does experimental stuff and the music that he makes for this show is kind of in that experimental zone so you it, it takes a while to so by the way you can download all the songs from prime music uh, oh, wow. for which are used on the show under the album are, harmony harmony yeah okay, nice. so it takes a few listens to like those songs but uh, once you get to know them it's it's uh, it's wonderful so definitely check this uh, show out it's, how many episodes it's five episodes it's okay. just music no lyrics right No, yeah, it's just music. I remember, like, I think my favorite music, musical is that basically like an instrumental by Rahman is mm. uh, in that movie Rockstar. It's called the Dichotomy of Fame. Okay, that one was beautiful. Like, I listen to it when I can't focus, and right. like, it's makes me feel. But yeah, it's it's yeah. a wonderful because he is this mainstream Bollywood slash uh, South Indian film composer, mm. and he still uh, gets to know uh, you know pure classical musicians and gets mm. to know about their history and lineage. So it's it's really it's it's very beautifully shot as well. So awesome! Uh, I, I, I actually out. check this yeah, out. It's yeah. 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 This Thank sounds you. really interesting because I want to know about like these uh, ancient instruments of music yeah. which mm. are now going out of. Hmm. Fashion, yeah. I guess, or going extinct, extinct rather. Extinct, yeah. 
Thank you, Abbas. That was Harmony and it's available on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, yeah. We'll, yeah. Okay, moving on to my recommendation. I'm actually recommending a website that I've been using lately. It's called Noisly. N-O-I-S-L-E. I so I uh, I don't know I chanced about chanced on it because I was looking for something to listen to while working and since all the offices I've been to in the last three years just are open workspaces and this is just like it's annoying because the whole concept of open spaces is it, it like initiates interaction and you're supposed to work more and it's supposed to like collaborate on ideas but it's shit like I can't focus. I don't, so I don't, I kind of don't agree about this whole thing, which is why I noticed this website. And I, since I can't listen to music with lyrics, so hmm. this is basically, it's super cool if you want to listen to like some white noise while working on something and has like different combinations. So I used to take the train to work and somehow like I, I realized it's super nice to like uh, listen to the train ka monotonous uh, noise in the background. Hmm. That's also kind of white noise. So it has like a, like seven different options for you to listen to. And I've noticed that it's super productive. Like I get so much done when I'm just listening to like one constant something instead of like people talking in my ear. Mm. Yeah, it's damn fun. You should check it out. And it, it is for like you could use it for two purposes. There's one for productivity and one to relax. Okay. So if you want to sleep to it, there's like different options for that. Yeah. And yeah, it's super fun. There's one if you want just the noise of wind in the background. So the fun thing is you can combine the sound of rain and you can put some wind in the background. You can also pretend like you're not sitting in a train right at that point and increase that the train call. That actually looks like a fart emoji. <laughs> yeah, the wind one. Oh, there's also fire. If you want to pretend like you sit next to the fire, yeah, you can yeah. do that. And this coffee shop noise, which is my favorite. So it's like very ambient background yeah. sounds yeah. that can play and you're doing that can play. Yeah. And there's a fan cover noise because I'm, I can't sleep in like just silence like a pin drop silence and yeah, you like yeah, fan car yeah. white noise so it's super convenient you can just turn this fan car noise yeah. you'll be fine I have not used this but particular but what about the website? fan car hawa are you hawa is AC car oh that's how guys this is oh my god I'm not first world pleasures but third world noises that's where I belong that's where my roots are at but let's do a quick recap of what we recommended Chanam I recommended a song called Let Yourself Be Huge by Cloud Kicker. Alright, uh, Abbas, what did you recommend? I recommended uh, the TV show Harmony uh, on Amazon Prime. And I recommended Big Fish and Begonia on Netflix. Awesome. I recommend a website called Noisly. Check it out, guys. So it's called Noisly. Noisly. N-O-I-S. No. Okay. Nisli Wadia is uh, Nes Wadia's father. Alright, let's take a break. You know too much. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back after the break. You're listening to IVM Legs. And in round two of this episode, we're discussing our favorite games from the 90s. All right, who wants to start? I will start. All right. Don't worry about it. Don't Someone's worry about excited. It. Let me. Oh, God. I, I, just, I just want to make sure nobody uh, talks about the same thing that I want to talk about. So, but now, this is not a recommendation round. This is a I discussion. Know. I can agree with it's you. It's all a competition. <laughs> My life is a competition, guys. See, this is how we know you're a gamer. Oh, okay. You need competition. Like, that is true. Hey, it's all good, but uh, should have at least anyway. <laughs> should oh have God. at least said it on No Sex in the City. Yeah, <laughs> like here we are. Okay, Alina, uh, thank Don't you. Don't make fun of my starter, you guys. Thank you. I am a gamer, and my first favorite game from the nineties that I used to play on my dad's phone a lot was Roller Coaster Tycoon. 
Oh my god, oh my you god. had roller coasters. Your dad yes. had a phone in the 90s? Okay, yeah, it was kind wow, of 90s, guys. I, my dad used a Sony Ericsson and okay. had only had two games. I think one was a snake game and this one yeah, was a awesome. colored game. It was okay. a and it's called Roller Coaster Tycoon. Wait, you, Roller Coaster Tycoon was for the phone? I yeah, never so I think you game. can play. You have never. Oh, but it's super cool, dude! Like, do you remember Farmville and all these games that came along later? Sure Farmville was Facebook. Farmville was later, <laughs> but this was the origin of all the basically make your own theme park kind of thing. How old? Wait, which year are you born? In? Wait, I'm in '93. I'm sure this is not the '90s. Listen, let me Google this. Me for you. She was like five years old when 9/11 happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, this was. Oh, so then uh, you were like, what, three? Why is everyone so young? Down, guys? Oh my god, you're the generation that started playing video games on parents' phones. Yeah. And oh, no, very young that's age. not true. Okay, no, I've used that thing in the, the thing with the cassette. I've used that and I played my own. So, how is, the, how is it the phone then? How is it your dad's the, phone? God, it's one of the games that I played, and I wanted to start with it. God damn it, you guys! Just use this form, or you couldn't deal with it. That's why you're pulling me down with you. I hate this. Did you play Bounce? I remember yeah, playing Bounce was the was first cool. color would game go big, would grow bigger and bigger. But all right, since you guys don't know about roller coaster tycoon, I guess Alika. So you the, have mo- to that, the roller coaster, sorry, Alika, roller coaster came out in 1999. Is huh. that the year you played it in? Yeah. Okay. okay, but it came out on Xbox. Anyway, we shall look into that. My God, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's what I thought it was for console. I on, which is why I played it on the phone. No, it's it's also on the phone, guys. Okay, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you the phone version, Roller Coaster Tycoon. I mean, you phone. can't show the audience this. Listen, but it says feel here. free to go it and look it up. It says right here, classic mobile gameplay. So I'm gonna link. <laughs> all to this, but it was a damn fun game. You had to basically make your own roller yeah, coaster, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was so tricky. Like the first two levels were easy, but the, after that, it was very tricky. Like if you miss a spot, all the people will die. Whoa, Everybody dies. That's fun. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Was yeah. there blood if they fall? No, there's no blood. Game over. Oh. Blood came along super late. So I remember if Mortal Kombat also didn't like show ex- like explicit blood. It was just like red pixels flying. Yeah, yeah, I think Doom. I I played a lot of Doom when I was small. Oh, Chanam is hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> Chanam is hardcore. But uh, I when did Doom One come out? I'm just trying to look. But I'm looking yeah. for Doom and saying Doom. We did a lot of research for this episode. Ninety three. Okay. It, Doom One came out in the year ninety three, but I started playing I think in ninety six or ninety seven. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And I I was super. Me and my sister were both addicted to this game, and that's all we did. We we, we waited. For weekends to come and just binge on this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weekends, I'd just be playing like all the time. I I'd come home like after school. Get but we had homework, computer. and if you didn't do the homework, the teacher gave a remark in your diary. Alika doesn't give a shit about that. Clearly, I I was the sort of person who like grew up on these weird games. What so what did you spend most of your childhood playing? I'm trying game? to remember in chronological order. So I'm pretty sure. I mean, we had games which were like pre-installed in the computer. So yeah. we had like Mortal Kombat, Minesweeper. Ooh, Prince. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't think I had Prince. Really? I know for oh. sure. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Prince of Persia was pretty cool. Hmm. But I do remember we had Mortal Kombat installed on our computer, and like after a couple of times of playing, and I, this was when I was like I wasn't sure how the computer worked. I was pretty young, so my dad would like turn on the computer, and my brother, for some reason, who was younger than me, still had a better grasp of how these things would work. Anyways, so there was a time when he'd gone off and my dad was also off, and I was like, 
hmm what do i want to do i want to play model combat so i clicked on model combat and then i then you right clicked on the icon and you'd go to play mm-hmm. and i was like what are the options are there hmm. huh. What is Unistall? Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, that was it. Was that uninstalled? Uninstalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I uninstalled Mortal Kombat and then my brother came home and he was so uh-huh. upset. Oh I God. I ran around a lot that day. <laughs> oh man. But it was great. We had a lot of fun playing Mortal Kombat doing all those fatalities and things. Mm-hmm. Then another game I played I think it was the first CD game I got and this is because my parents were like oh it's an educational game it'll be good for you but it was super fun it was called Where in the World is Carmen San Diego so I don't know if any of you have read no. the books or... I've, I've read the comics yeah. yeah so it's basically it's a detective game where you play a private investigator trying to catch this uh, villain called Carmen San Diego except she's always like 2 3 steps ahead of you so When the world is coming San Diego's basically she's gone off to a different continent or country and uh, you have to get onto a plane and land in the country which you think she's gone to and speak mm. with the locals and they'll give you these weird cryptic clues mm. about like you know she was wearing this sort of mm-hmm. dress and then you have to figure out oh where's this sort of dress worn Man. usually and you have to kind of narrow it down and then fly to a mm. country based on that so wow. it's I played a very similar game it was called Globe Trotter I thought that so, was a basketball team. No, <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, it was. It had a very similar thing. Like that character would go around the world, and you had to like basically cover the entire map and click pictures where you went, and oh. they used to give you trivia about each place and yeah. similar wow. to yeah. what you said. Yeah. But the sounds both these games sound very interesting. What about you, Bas? So I as someone who is way older than all of you here uh, I remember I uh, beg your pardon <laughs> I remember playing the original Space Invaders where you oh, the, yeah. there was oh. one ship at the bottom yeah, and you had to yeah. take out oh, rows yes. of uh, alien ships so oh, yeah. those are some of my yeah. earliest memories of playing then of course Pac-Man of course mm, was a Pac-Man. was a rage uh, when it came out There was a similar uh, game like missile something right there used to be missiles flying from top yeah. and you had to like shoot that's yeah, true I remember shoot the name at of the that missile. game but I remember yes. that game yeah. I think the form it was very like similar mm. they now candy not candy crush is also kind of that format it's, like you have to a, hit on it's a yeah it's a combination of tetris yeah. and these other oh, games where yeah, you like the bubble line something up mm. and then it it explodes That's tetris um, was amazing you guys Oh my god! I it's used. I think Tetris is why all of us have like slight OCD. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like oh no, it's not a, in the foot. If a, yeah, if, a, if that it doesn't uh, fit. Tall thing goes on a square, oh, you're like, ah. Is it idiot? Oh, there's a thing actually. I'm not a hundred percent sure on this info, but I know it exists. Hmm. I think it's called the Tetris phenomenon. But it happens when like when you've played Tetris for a really long time continuously. Yeah. There's yeah. this weird phenomenon where you go out uh, to the outside world mm. and then you start wanting to arrange things in these very oh, neat blocks. Oh yes. So it's <laughs> it's literally called I think the Tetris effect or the Tetris something. I'm oh, not man. 100% sure on the that name. That is true. But this has been proven for all video games that once you play it for like a very long uh, extended period of time and then you go uh, then you kind of log off and you go into the world and you, you start wanting to do the same things like Like I Doom. know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wanting to kill. I'm a little concerned about Dude, that. Okay, but I was a- going for like Assassin's Creed when you just <laughs> want to look at things and jump over them. Mm. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that's the, all game game. But the the first like uh, shooter game I remember was Wolf 3D, which was oh, on yeah. your. Oh yeah. No, the first shooter game was Duck Hunt. 
No, what? that's what the what was with the with actual the gun. gun. Dark Hunt was like way advanced as compared to Wolf 3D, really? which was literally just yeah. a hand with a gun with pixels and yeah, 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 yeah. with brick the... walls, and you just have to maneuver your way yeah. and shoot which guards. Which year was Wolf? You have to kill 94, all the Nazis. 93, 94, <laughs> no. I guess. Doom was 93. Yeah, but I never played Doom. Oh. So the computer games was the beginning. Then there was the. Console games with like nine 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 in one uh, yeah. sort of thing, yeah. which is where I think the hmm. most of the my time in my childhood was spent playing Contra, Super Mario, Islander, uh, so many other games, Donkey Kong, all oh, these yeah. games. Did you play Rayman? I don't remember playing Rayman. Rayman remember Dave? There was a game yes. called Dave, Dave on a computer. <laughs> it was so difficult to beat. Wait, who was Dave again? It was just this guy called Dave. It was kind of similar to Mario, but a little more advanced and mm. sleek. Uh, and you had to take out the bad guys, and you got jetpacks and bonuses yeah. on your journey. And mm. you had to. You it know, was like a side-scrolling platformer, yeah. except they didn't side-scroll. It was just like a static screen, and then you went to the next level. Yeah. I feel like I missed out on my childhood. <laughs> Played this. I and had Dave installed and with that I had Sky installed. Oh, okay. Did you ever play Sky? I think I did, yes. It was like where you had that spaceship and you had to kind of jump from block to block. That was it was kind of like the precursor to Subway Surfer. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, oh. all these games have one like things tying them all together. Like all these racing games like Temple Run, Subway Surfer, there's the only thing going on for them is running. Like yeah. endless running. <laughs> yeah. Which is fun. I call yeah. Road Rash, guys. That was also endless. Road Rash was also was also a very I used to feel very edgy playing. Road Rash because yeah. it had like a rock and roll soundtrack and you could you could beat, you could the, beat police. the police yeah. <laughs> and at the end the girl comes and kisses you yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot there were all these weird characters yeah. and uh, the like the cut scenes and everything had these weird artwork where people had like fat lips and they didn't really look pretty they had yeah. leather jackets and they earrings and all that very caricature would you like purposely knock off old women yeah, crossing yeah, the road <laughs> In the game, guys. In yeah. the game, not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I have strong memories of like never being able to complete the Pacific Highway level in mm. Road Rash. I could do every Ooh. other level, and Pacific Highway, I would always throw myself off the cliff, <laughs> unintentionally. Okay. Unintentionally. But, yeah. And then uh, um, I saved like a year's worth of my pocket money to buy a Sega console, and the first game I bought was like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh man, and I love Sonic the Hedgehog. Was, like, run such so a rage. fast. You're collecting rings and all that. Yeah, I don't think man. I ever was able to complete that whole game. Sonic was also in a way like uh, the Subway Surfer, right? I have not played to... Subway Surfer, so I don't Wait, know. Wait, Temple Run? You had to have to yeah, collect Temple things Run, on your cool. way. Yeah, it's um, I'd say Sonic was better than Temple Run though. I love Sonic. It's so cool. Okay. Then I, I used to buy all these uh, movie tie-in games. Like if the Lion King game comes out, oh. game comes out, I'll buy Lion King. Yeah, yeah the Lion King game was yeah, great. Was I found great. all the cheat codes for it, and oh, I could man. just get through all the levels. It was so good. And I remember Lion King had the stampede level, yes, which was the hardest to no, pass. No, that was the easiest. Really? I found that super easy. <sighs> Maybe I. I, just I found that. the fight between uh, Simba and Scar really difficult. Yeah, oh, that too. Did you guys <laughs> play uh, Snow Bros? No, no, but I know oh. about it. It's, it's pretty awesome. It is awesome. It's addictive, and so I'll explain what the game mm. is. Right? It's uh, it's usually a two-player game. So this uh, again, my my sister and I used to play mm. this. She was the blue character. I was the red character, and we used <laughs> to. Uh, there are these two snowmen, and. You press a button and they shoot snowballs from wow. their stomach, and there are monsters. So the snow, you have to basically cover the monster in the snowball, oh. and then you push them, <laughs> and then they go like lying on the screen. Oh man! And then Was they this die. a console game or yeah. a co- oh, nice. 
Yeah, we played it on the console. Mm. So, yeah. you guys play this Popeye game, the Popeye video game. No, no, no none of you. So, what happened? What happened? It was a very like a pretty early game. So, Brutus has Olive, and you had to kind of go save Olive from him. But the catch was the green spinach would show up anywhere on the screen for like. 20 seconds and you had to make sure in 20 seconds you reach the spinach as soon as you reach this kind of like in pac-man the moment yeah. you uh, eat the bigger dot everything yeah. becomes uh, you, you can eat anything mm-hmm. so similarly power yeah power up yeah. so you ate the spinach you bulked up and then you could kick anyone anywhere you want and oh, then you wow. could reach brutus and so snow bros had a similar uh, thing they, there were these power up bottles so there was one bottle which If you if you go and catch it, your face blows up, okay. and you can just go flying around the screen and oh, hitting all the <laughs> monsters. And there was one power up where you get a fast running power, so you ah, can just okay. keep sprinting. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I feel like we're kind of running out of time, and this but this was amazing, and we have a bunch of more. Uh, we we'll have to do yeah. a part yeah, two. We have yeah. to do a part two. We have to do yeah. part two. I haven't you, even gone into all the civilization yeah. building games. Maybe <laughs> you should record a podcast while playing one of these games. Um, yeah. Let's sure. Sure. We should we should get one of these com- computer versions of these games and play it and record a podcast. I volunteer as tribute. All right, let's do it. Uh, thank you for listening in, guys. This is it for IVM Likes. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at IVM Podcast. You can also talk to us personally if you yeah, want to. Especially please. Abbas, because he's an open book. Abbas. Yeah. <laughs> Where you at? I am on Twitter hmm. at Abbas Momin. I am on Instagram at Abbas Momin eighty eight, right. and I have a fan page on Facebook. Please like it. <laughs> Just make it stop up at Twitter, guys. Alika, <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Cape Fox Alex. Don't at me. Chanam, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Chanam Devan. I'm on Twitter at Small Talk Police. This is it. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, Abbas. Send me money so that I can buy the PS4 Spider-Man game. That's oh, oh man! Yeah. Actually, yeah, do that. Please send us money. Send me, all. me. Right. Just a bus. I'll share it with you. The game. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.